الله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمدك اللهم يا من نور قلوبنا بأنوار المحبة العلوية وأكمل لنا ديننا بالولاية المرتضوية وتم نعمته علينا بالهداية الحيدرية ونصلي ونسلم على الخاتم لما سبق والفاتح لمن غلق والمعلن الحق بالحق والدافع جيشات الأباطيل والدامع سولات الأضاليل حبيبك وحبيبنا أبي القاسم محمد وعلى أهل بيتي الطيبين الطاهرين ولا سيما النور على النور في طخياء الديجور والإمام المنصور والسراج المستور مهدي هذه الأمة وخاتم الأئمة إمام زماننا الحجة بن الحسن العسكري عجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف اللهم كل وليك الحجة بن الحسن صلواتك عليه وعلى آبائه في هذه الساعة وفي كل ساعة وليا وحافظا وقائدا وناصرا ودليلا وعينا حتى تسكنه أرضك طوعا وتمتعه فيها طويلا To pray for the hastening of the reappearance of our awaited Savior Let's recite a salawat upon Muhammad wa Ali Muhammad <coughs> Respected Mu'mineen, Mu'minat, brothers and sisters, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Assalamu alaikum jami'an wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Towards the end of the ziyarah of Amir al Mu'mineen, the ziyarah that we mentioned taught by Imam al-Hadi whereby it starts As-salamu alayka ya waliyallah when he continues the ziyara there is a request from us to Amir al-Mu'mineen towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ya waliyallah inna li dhunuban kathira فَاشْفَعْ لِي إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ O Wali of Allah O Amir al-Mu'min O the one that I am reciting his ziyarah and salam and greetings I have a wish, I have a request Me, myself My sins are plenty My sins are too many So I have a request from you a one who is sinless, 
a one who is ma'asum, a one who distances himself from any form of disobedience of Allah. Fashfa'li ila rabbik. I ask that you to intercede towards your Lord. Why? فَإِنَّ لَكَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ مَقَامًا مَعْلُومًا وَإِنَّ لَكَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ جَاهًا وَشَفَاعًا وَقَدْ قَالَ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَلَا يَشْفَعُونَ إِلَّا لِمَنْ ارْتَضَى He mentions in this ziyara why we ask Amir al-Mu'mineen towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for shafa'ah. Why? Amir al-Mu'mineen has a high lofty status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amir al-Mu'mineen is one of those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted permission to perform shafa'ah and intercession. And what kind of intercession that we ask for? We ask for him to intercede from our many sins. That we stay away from sins. That we truly ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through Amir al-Mu'mineen for repentance. Through the Imams of the Ahlul Bayt for repentance. In fact, intercession is one of those discussions that many times either our own mu'minin ask, why do we perform shafa'ah? Why do we recite dua tawassul? Why on the nights of Qadr do we not just say, Bikaya Allah? Why do we keep on saying the names of the Imams of the Al-Bayt, the names of Bibi Fatima to Zahra salam? Why do we bring them in our du'as and mention them first of all when we ask for intercession and shafa'a and tawassul we are not asking them directly rather we are asking them as a means towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is that misunderstanding or those who constantly attack us and attack those who perform shafa'ah which is completely permissible in the form of Islam saying that you are not in the fold of Islam by performing shafa'ah you're performing shirk by performing what you are doing and that is completely against the teachings of Islam what they are saying because if we were to look in the Holy Quran, yes, there are some verses that we are now going to discuss and mention very briefly. Ulama Mufassirun would categorize these forms of the term Shafa'a. For example, the first category are for those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that there is no shafa'a for them. Allah mentions a specific group that there will be no shafa'a. Chapter 2, verse 254. Ya ayu amanu infaqu mimma razqakum 
من قبل أن يأتي يوم لا بيع فيه ولا خلة ولا شفاعة والكافرون هم الظالمون Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in this verse as a reminder and a number of group of verses similar to this that there is no shafa'ah for these specific individuals. There is no friends who would avail you on the day of judgment. That day of judgment where we are reminded many times, That day of judgment where your wealth shall be of no benefit or value. Neither your children would be of any value. Except the one who comes with a sound heart on the day of judgment. Then we see another form of the verses, another category, whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Say, inform them that only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the exclusive form of shafa'ah. That's the second category. So someone would come to say, look, only Allah, you can't perform shafa'ah. Allah says only towards him shafa'ah. When you look at the verses of the Quran, look at the verses before it, look at the verses after it, look at other chapters of the Holy Quran. Don't take verses out of context. Third category, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, chapter 34, Surah Saba, verse 23. And in another verse, chapter 21, verse 28, whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these group of verses reminds us that shafa'a is available, intercession is present. On the day of judgment, there would be a form of intercession. Who? By those that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given idhan. By those illa liman irtada. Those Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given exclusive permission for them to perform shafa'ah on the day of judgment. On the day of judgment. Now someone would ask, what is shafa'ah? Why do we ask for shafa'ah? Shafa'a, if we were to think of it as a technical term, it is the means of mediating between something and something else. Societies, families, in the history of humanity, you find communities would mediate between one another. A family between themselves, brothers and sisters, and their parents between themselves, there would be a form of mediating. Sometimes a sister wants to ask their mother some certain question or some certain topic. Maybe they're shy. They would go and mediate through the elder sister and ask the elder sister to mediate. Or sometimes you find that when you wish to apply for a job or apply for a certain position, you have what? You have those references. You have those who would mediate, who will help in that task to achieve your target to achieve what you wish to achieve. Even our Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam reminds us that if someone performs shafa'a in this world, is a shafi'a, helps his friend, 
helps his brother, helps his community, helps them to mediate for aslihu and mediate between another. Yu'jar, that person will truly be rewarded for that great deed, for that hasana. Then he mentions that the shafa'a of his for his ummah on the day of judgment. He mentions that previous prophets had a wish and asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a certain request. It was granted in this world. They asked for a specific request. My request, the request of the Holy Prophet, was for me to have shafa'a for my ummah on the day of judgment. Shafa'at ummati. Then, Mufassirun, when it comes to a verse in the Holy Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall grant your request, grant what you wish. Your Lord shall grant you what you wish, and you'll be truly well pleased. Imam Muhammad al-Baqir, it's narrated to have said, regards to this verse, Al-Shafa'a, Wallah al-Shafa'a. That the Holy Messenger shall have the ability to intercede for his community, for his nation, for his followers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us about the shafa'ah of those who have given permission. The Quran shall be a shafi' on the day of judgment, shall intercede on the day of judgment, and also. The Quran shall complain on the day of judgment. Yashguna in Allah. The Quran shall complain on the day of judgment. A masjid shall be of those who shall complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulama who have the shafa'a. Anbiya who have the shafa'a. Awsiya, awliya who have the shafa'a. They would also complain about. That's why you find when it comes to shafa'a and requesting from those who have that lofty status, forgiveness, emancipation of my sins by your closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ease my hisab and accountability. In dua, tawassul that we usually recite on Tuesday nights, we usually ask when we have a haja, a request. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through those who are closer to Him. Closer to Him. And what do we say? We remind ourselves. Ya wajihan Allah. Oh, the one who is closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who always directed themselves towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ishfa'lana. You intercede for us towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna tawassanna wa stashfa'ana. We are asking you as you are closer in proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why you are closer in proximity? Due to your good deeds, due to your hasanat, due to you being sinless. Due to you having maqaman ma'luma, 
a high lofty status but there are those who will not have intercession and this is where I wish to highlight the Holy Prophet and the Imams of the Ahl Bayt have stated that there are those who will not have intercession and we need to be careful because if the Shafa'a is for the Ummah those who wish to follow Rasulullah and wish to be of the nation of Rasulullah of the Muslim Ummah or those who are following Rasulullah there are some who are within that group who will not have the Shafa'a who he states those who are oppressors those who are causing tyranny injustice and oppression does not mean you have to have a sword and a gun in your hands no that's one form of oppression that we see in the world today oppression in the world today some people are where in their own homes with their wives with their children they've had a hard day at work as soon as they come back home the mom runs to one side the son runs away the daughter runs away where are you all going the oppressors come back home oppressor it's your dad it's your husband it's about whistles because of the oppression and tyranny that is caused to one oppression where sometimes even teachers with their students need to be careful not to be oppressed people at work also oppression that the way the way that they treat their staff members need to be careful respecting the staff members respecting everyone every individual needs to have their rights respecting family members Rasulullah states will not have their intercession those who are constantly corrupting themselves and causing sin and inflicting others with tyranny and oppression those who shirk is translated as polytheists those who worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the greatest sin shirk al-kabira. but sometimes within our own Muslim community muhadeen those who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala those who say ashadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la there could be a form of polytheism how hero worship my ibadah which i say but when i perform my salah it's for riya it's to show off it's to inform everyone else is to get a few more likes it's, a, it's to get a few more retweets it's just for others and the more others praise me the more i get happy and the more they don't the more i get upset and think what's going on why are they not happy with me month of ramadan is a good time to remind ourselves of stories and moral stories i remember one of my teachers would say 
that a young man who went to perform salah led the salah after the request of the community returned home and after leading the prayers for a while he decided to no longer lead the prayers and ask someone else to lead the prayers they came to him to visit him and asked him what's the ibra what's happened are you not feeling well why are you not leading the salah he said it's interesting I had a dream which was a moral lesson for me. Dreams are not a wahyu munzal, but sometimes we have some moral lessons and ibra within it. He said it was a moral lesson for me. That it was the day of judgment. Yawmul hisab, yawmul kitab. And everyone was receiving their book in front of them. And I was going to get my book being approached by the angels. And I was quite confident that I would receive my book in my right hand. Ashabul Yameen, Wujuhun Yawmaydin, Dahika, Mustabshira. That day people will be smiling and happy being Ahlul Jannah. I received my book in my left hand. I looked at the Safahat, the pages of my book. I noticed that everything's been recorded except for two important acts in my life my salah and my hajj i asked the angel angel come back why is my salah not recorded here the angel said the reason being is whenever you would pray your prayer was for others I said what do you mean he said when you would go to the masjid to pray if it was a wet windy wednesday or a rainy monday and there was very few people you would get really upset and you just pray very fast and continue but when it was a friday and the masjid was busy you would get really happy you would elongate your salah. You would recite it very nicely. You would get happy when people say mashallah towards you. And therefore your salah was not accepted because it was not for the sake of Allah but for the sake of others. And as-salah amududdin in qubilat qubila masiwa. Salah is the pillar of religion. If it's accepted, everything else is accepted. What about my hajj? He said, Hajj, Allah says in the Quran, Hajj and Umrah lillah for the sake of Allah. But a few months before Hajj, your friends said, Let's go on a holiday, on a journey for us to have fun. Where? They said, We'll go Hajj. And instead of having that Hajj for the sake of Allah, it was a Hajj for you to have fun with your friends and to gossip with your friends. And a hajj for you to what? To go shopping. And a hajj for you to not even think about, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hence, a form of hero worship, which is not accepted. A form of shirk, by the way, can be hero worship. 
when we not perform something for the sake of Tawheed, for the sake of Allah, but for the sake of others. That's the second group who will not receive Shafa'ah. Third group, the Holy Messenger. And other Imams have mentioned this. La tanalu shafa'ati, lan tanalu shafa'ati, man It's stated as a narration that our shafa'ah shall not be towards those who take their salah lightly. Not those who don't pray. They have their own form of punishment or their own form of distancing from the sake of Allah. But those who take their salah lightly, Rasulullah says, the shafa'ah of Rasulullah is not for them. Those who the Quran says, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ Woe be upon those who pray, those who in their salah, they are heedless, they are careless, they have no attention and focus in their salah. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through those who are aqrabu ilayk, who are closest to them, closest to Allah, Closest to them we wish to be for being closest to them we gain nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who as we recite the ziyara and as we recite the ziyara of Amir al-Mu'mineen Ashhadu annaka qad salah I wish to learn how to pray and improve my prayers I learned from the lifeline of Amir al-Mu'mineen for he established salah and you truly gave the zakat the true meaning of zakat and you testify the greatness of Amir al-Mu'mineen and you remind yourself that I, if, if I wish to become a godly person I need to seek nearness to Allah through those who had the greatest status with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen Ya Aba al-Hasan Inna tawajjahna wa stashfa'na wa tawassamna bika ila Allah wa qaddamnaaka bayna yaday hajatina These nights we've gathered days we've gathered to remember Amir al-Mu'mineen to be of the zuwar of Amir al-Mu'mineen to be of the muhibbi of Amir al-Mumneen, to inshallah have the shafa'a of Amir al-Mumneen. Inna tawassamna wastashfa'ana, wa tawassamna wastashfa'ana, wa qaddamna ka bayna yaday hajatina. Ya wajihan inda Allah. Ishfa' lana indallah Ya wajihan indallah Ishfa' lana indallah Bihaqli Muhammadin Wa'ani Muhammad Bihaqli Fatimata wa'abiha 
وبعلها وبنيها والسر المستودع فيها اللهم صل على محمد وآل محمد وبارك على محمد وآل محمد اللهم ارزقنا زيارة محمد وآل محمد وشفاعة محمد وآل محمد في الدنيا والآخرة إلى أرواح المؤمنين والمؤمنات فذي بلسوا أبود المؤمنين والمؤمنات لا تسلمن من وذي سورة المباركة الفاتحة but before it a very loud salawat upon Muhammad and Ali Muhammad